Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On The Mark, welcome back from yesterday. We had to take 22 and a half hours off, but we're glad to be back. Joe's very excited. I'll turn his microphone on before he starts complaining. I wasn't going to speak until I saw your hand reach over there. Is that what it was? (laughs) You're not going to get me ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Some people can hear me off in the distance. It's what what picks up in your mic from behind my tent here. (laughs) Here we got great audio transmission. Yes, we do. Well, it's not a very thick wall. Mm -hmm. I can actually see through it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the same stuff they use to uh, seal off like indoor storm windows you put in if you have an old house that leaks a lot of air. Right. We need one of those plexiglass things, though. Actually, we should heat that up with a clothing or or a a blow dryer. That's what you do with this plastic. You tape it up, and then you dry it, or you blow it with a blow dryer, and it it uh, heats up. I thought it would just shrink around everything. It would. (laughs) It shrink around you. I don't need that. I have enough trouble (laughs) without being shrunk wrapped. (laughs) You're shrinking enough. Yes, I think as you get older, you do tend to shrink a bit. Are you as tall as you ever were? I don't know. I haven't measured myself recently. Mm. And I go to the doctors, and they don't measure me anymore. I guess they figured this he's not going to grow anymore. (laughs) It's a lost cause. (laughs) It's a lost cause. This guy's just going to shrink like the rest of us. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. I'm Mark Lawrence, Joe McGranahan, mayor of Shemokin Dam, very active in a lot of community organizations, CSVT task force chair, and uh, just a super guy around here. Good lector at church, too, so we always appreciate his speaking clearly into the microphone. He can read like nine pages of lessons without making a single mistake. It's crazy. I can? <laughs> yes, I've heard it. I heard it. It sounds super, so yeah, thanks for doing that. But that is Joe. I'm Mark, uh, just, just, a, just a bad co-host. And, uh, no, let's a prelative. I would say you are a true gem. <laughs> yeah. And cool. may I say you are strikingly handsome, and I've neglected to say that for the past three oh, months. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're strikingly handsome. You're strikingly handsome. You're strikingly handsome. The pandemic got you off your contract. Though. It that, did. I yes. forgot, forgot that. Yeah, so that. It seemed frivolous to say you were strikingly handsome in the midst of a pandemic, but it's in my contract. <laughs> Not that we stop ourselves at frivolity, because we talk about frivolous things a lot. All right. Uh, no laughing matter. we got a big traffic gum up in uh, Danville. Route 54 eastbound is blocked. That's folks coming from the north end of Danville from uh, Valley Township and I-80 642 area. That is blocked. There was a collision earlier today. We believe the coroner was summoned to the scene, so just a tragic situation all the way around there. And so that's Route 54 is blocked. Route 11 North still blocked in front of the middle school. That, I'm sorry, slow go there. You can get past there ultra slowly. The crash is said to be at the near the intersection of Montour Street. That's that intersection where you would turn if you wanted to go to the fire company, Valley Fire, Valley fire Company it is, and uh, the... Uh, Perkins and Snow 
Elko Station are there. So that's that particular intersection. That's where the 54 blockage is. But the line goes all the way up to Interstate 80 now. So lots of folks still getting in line. Morning commute completely gummed up uh, there. That line would be exponentially longer if it weren't for X number of percentage of people are working at home around here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, be aware of the traffic gum up. Uh, you just hold your hold these up in prayers, whoever's hurt by this whole situation. So we'll keep you informed as best we can there. Uh, but that crash happened about an hour ago, and uh, that is uh, still being investigated. And uh, we know uh, the coroner is dealing because an adult died there. It was initially reported as a pedestrian accident. Of course, it's school time, so of course every mother got a pit in her stomach. Every parent did, uh, but it is, I don't know if this is consolation or not, but it's not a child. It's an adult, we're told, uh, that uh, died at that scene. So we'll keep you uh, posted with as much information as we can gather from there. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can do as half a dozen folks have done. That's email us at onthemarket.com, and you can do as uh, two individuals have done. That's text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you throughout the show. Uh, we're going to do open phones. We're going to try to sift through some of these messages in a moment. Uh, Joe's the better reader of the two, so on many days anyway, so we'll give him a shot again. Uh, at uh, 9.10 this morning, we're going to glance through headlines briefly. Then we're going to hear from Steve Dorsey, a CBS News radio correspondent up in Washington, or down in Washington, D.C., talking about the campaign. Uh, we're going to ask him to trace uh, the president's path to the White House. He still has one. He's down in some polls, but certainly uh, polls mean nothing if you remember 2016. He's a veteran news reporter, so Steve Dorsey from CBS is going to check in at 9.10 this morning. So we'll get some of his analysis. If you have a question for him, send it to us. Uh, now would be the time to do so on the market at KOK.com. Hard to come up with a question for him. Do we hear what he's going to say? Well, he's an <laughs> expert on campaign 2020. Oh, okay. Well, so aren't we all? <laughs> Not me. Oh, I am. That's all I can do. What do you need to up. know? <laughs> I got to read. Um, let's see. I have a question for campaign. Tw- yeah, what is the president's path to the White House? I know he's going to win. So uh, how is he going to? Yeah, I, I don't think off? he's going to win. He's got to win Florida. Absolutely has to win Florida. Should win Pennsylvania to to have a real shot at it. But uh, I think the president's. I want to say toast, but you know, I think <laughs> you you think he's going to win. I think he's going to lose. Well, see, I, everywhere I go, I run into these quiet guys that say, "Oh, I'm going to vote," or "I already have voted," and I'm straight Republican. I'm all Trump. I'm a big redneck. I love to hunt and fish, and not that other people don't. But uh, these guys are, they're, and they're everywhere, and, and they're quiet. They won't talk to a poll. They've never put up a sign. No, They'll never I, tell you. But look how many people have their fingers on thumbs on the scale for Biden. I mean, the media won't even touch the story about Hunter Biden. And yesterday, the uh, chairman of the uh, Intelligence Committee, uh, what's that guy's name, uh, House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, came out and said it was a Russian hoax. Isn't that interesting? They want to investigate anything connected with Russia and President Trump. But if this is a Russian hoax, you'd think they'd want to get to the bottom of it. Do you really care about Hunter? I mean, it fails the who cares test not, for most Not really. Not if, not if Joe Biden benefited from it. And I think that that's at least worth looking into, because in one of the emails, Hunter Biden said that would be a great interest to me and my family. 
Okay. Well, and then another one, he said that I won't take half your salary, 20% of your salary, like Pops does. All right. So what's the great, let, let's suppose worst case scenario, Joe Biden is as guilty as uh, you think he is, or he might be. What's the crime? Is this treason? I don't know. I certainly don't think it's treason. And I'm not even certain that, well, I guess it would be a crime. But I think okay. if a man is going to present himself as an alternative to the lying sack of you-know-what we uh, he, he says we have in the White House, that he's got to have his skirts clean. We know Joe Biden skirts. lies. He said, yes, well, his kilt's clean. Let's say a I man wouldn't you. wear a skirt. But, you know, he said he graduated at the top of his law class, had three degrees. I mean, he says he's running for the Senate. Yeah, but... I mean, we Joe, have... He, he, he It has needs, nothing to do with Biden. I told you a thousand he won't, times. <laughs> he won't explain what, what he wants to do about packing the court until after the election. He has this plan to career, career, uh, cure the coronavirus. He won't release that. Trump's got his own faults. But, you know, if you're asking me to throw the current president of the United States out of the White House, you've got to give me a reason to the vote evil, for you. you know. Well, I understand what you're saying. I think this is great. The president's in charge of the Justice Department. If these are crimes that have committed or treason or whatever it is, then it should be investigated and let the Justice Department do so, stay out of their way, and, and bring it to fruition. But the fact of the matter is, uh, people, it fails the who cares test because President Trump has already demonstrated that despite his many flaws, he can't lead the nation Effectively, too many people have died. People feel and you blame that, that on the president, do you? Well, I'm just saying what people are That's thinking. That's the demo I, line. I, I did not say that it's necessarily true. I said I'm trying to describe what the sentiment is in the nation right now. So therefore, it has nothing to do with what the president thinks, does, feels, has done, will do, can do, won't do, lied about, or did the crime. It has everything to do with moving him out of the office and moving in Joe Biden. If you ask the Ninety-five percent of the Democrats to name one molecule of the one tiny, not even a plank, one of the nails in the platform for the Democratic Party, name something. They would say, "Nope, I'm just vote. I vote for Joe because President Trump has got to, ooh, has got to go. I'm voting for Joe because Trump has got to go." That's hey, hey, ho, ho! I know. <laughs> vote for Joe. Trump's I got just to made go. That up. Oh, I like mine better. Hey, hey, ho, ho! Vote for Joe. Trump's got to go. Oh, I like that. It's a yeah, let's wordy. get a bullhorn and go down on the street corner and start shouting that out. <laughs> you can shout it. I want my worthless prediction to be accurate. All right, 1-800-795-9565, upper right-hand corner. Joe. Says, for your own amusement, do you think Jeffrey Tubin will be suspended for schlong? For schlong, yes. He masturbated on a Zoom Oh, meeting. okay. He apologized, right. but yeah, he's off, he's off the screen well, for a while. there's another, another nutcase another somewhere. Topic. At least the president hasn't done that, has he? Not no, yet. okay. And then um, is another email says, is Juliana, not certain who Juliana is, sounds like a girl, working with a foreign government to interfere in a U.S. election treason? Oh, well, Juliana is the woman that does, it's an entertainment show on TV, like E! Entertainment Do you think he means Giuliani, or the writer means Giuliani? Oh, Rudolph Giuliani, yeah, that could be. <laughs> Okay. okay, well, you know, the thing The thing is, what's interesting is that the, the Democrats are saying this is a Russian hoax, and yet the Intelligence Committee, whom the Democrats all wanted to believe when they were saying President Trump ignores his intelligence community, the intelligence community is setting, saying that they find absolutely no evidence at all that this uh, Hunter Biden thing is in all at all connected with the Russians. 1-800-795-9565. Got a first-time caller on the line, so we'll go to her first. Marsha, thank you so much for calling in today. You're on the mark. Good morning, and I'm not a first time. Oh, no, I recognize <laughs> I your voice. Thank that's you. okay. That's okay. Two things. First of all, I w we've been following 
more than Fox News for everybody. There is other channels, uh, not many, that do really give you the news. I'm just in awe that our daily item has not one iota of this in it, not one peep. If it does, it's back in the corner in small print, and it, the headline isn't anything. But he would, Biden would owe China and Ukraine's, they have him. He would owe them favors upon favors upon favors. And you say what you want, but if somebody gives me money in that amount, and they say, I want you to do this, that, and the other, you think I'm not obligated? That's bullcrap. The other thing was, my grandson's on a football team, not a local high school football team. But when they started to play this, whenever they finally were given the okay, their coach told them all to take a knee when they did the flag, like the big, big, big boys do. And that is utterly wrong. That is so... Why would you teach it to our youth who are coming out of school? I'm beginning to believe that our schools are teaching them to hate this country and hate this flag. It has to be. Why would you do that? My grandson stood up and said, I'm not going to do that. I, w- I refuse. You guys want to? I refuse. So the coach said, well, then hold hands. So now at the beginning of their football game, when they play the anthem, that school, the kids, hold hands. But isn't that horrible that we're teaching our youth to hate? Well, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> neither kneeling nor hand-holding has anything to do with hate. It's standing up for something that you feel strongly about, something not you love. Not, not by this coach. He told them to hate the flag? The, well, this coach, no, why would he even take a, a position? Like yeah. all the big the big football players do. All right. Well, anyway, uh, realistically, Marsha, it's not about hate. And I have a feeling you know that, but of course this angers you, which is perfectly appropriate and and uh, what should angry every American uh, and right is uh, completely right if a coach did what you said so yeah make sure the school district knows uh, they'll investigate that'll be the end of that coach that's for sure well I, maybe not I, well no my his dad happens to be on the school board <laughs> so I, I can't believe the issue I didn't talk to him about it I just but I, I really uh, congratulated my grandson for taking a stand He's joining the Marine Corps after he gets out. So, Good for him. Uh, he wants to serve our country as well, and he, his grades are just phenomenal. But tell them, mm-hmm. you know, to teach him that right away, it's, it's so wrong. Well, God bless him, and we wish him the best of luck. The best grandson yeah. in the world. All right, yes. perfect. Well, he's being discriminated against at the football team. They won't put him in. Uh, he goes to maybe if the score's 50 to 40 or, or 50 to 20 or something like that, then they'll put him in. So they are, the coach is taking it out on him. <laughs> okay. Well, tell, make sure the superintendent knows if you, if you can't get a uh, good response from the, uh, is this Line Mountain School District? No. No. Okay. It's, no. Farther yeah. down. Okay. Um, yeah, further down. But it's, thank you. Yeah, that's troubling. Let's yep, pin it absolutely. down. North of Harrisburg? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's what's down there? Upper Dauphin? Upper Dauphin, uh, Elizabethville, or Elizabethville, yeah. Do they have their own school district? Um, I don't know. Eville School District? I don't it's think so. It's not. It's uh, Upper Dauphin. Yeah. Upper and Dauphin, then Tri-Valley's the next one over. Yeah. Okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dan, we stepped ahead of you with a good caller, but uh, now you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Why, some of the reasons Trump's winning, and I agree with you, Mark, Trump's going to win this. What? Probably by a landslide. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yep, I believe it because 
people, there's a lot of reasons. Probably number one is like the letter to the other to this morning in the item is abortion in itself. Oh, make all make he'll get the Catholic vote, vote. He'll get the conservative Protestant vote, and he'll get a lot of other cons- moral conservatives. No, that's, that's not the true. One reason. Have, you, have you seen the uh, MSNBC story? I'm just looking at it this morning. Trump crashing as 2020 early voting jumps 400 <laughs> percent. Yeah, well, that that was my second reason why people no longer believe they believe the opposite of what we're being told by our news press news people because they no longer believe it they i i can't tell you joe how many people i talk with that no longer believe what they're being told on the major news networks and even the even some of the local papers well i i agree with you dan around here i agree with you i would talk to people and get the same reaction but this is not representative of the entire state of Pennsylvania. If you go to Philadelphia or Allegheny County, you're going to get exactly the opposite of what you're talking about. And those are the places that drive the voting. And if they come out of there, unless President Trump can keep the Democratic victory margin in Philadelphia lower than expected, he's not going to win the state. And I don't think that I think the Democrats this time are more united than they were the last time, even though Hillary Clinton theoretically didn't have that much opposition or people people didn't like her uh, people like Joe Biden and the other thing about Catholics is they don't vote in lockstep just because uh, Catholics are pro-life they don't all vote that way many Democrats are Catholic and, and they'll support any candidate and I think you could argue that in terms of what you needed to accomplish as a Catholic supporting Republicans and pro-life I think you've accomplished what you hope to you got three uh, Supreme Court justices so now you can move on to another issue that you find is important, whatever it happens to be. Well, to your point, this morning I was watching a, 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 an MSNBC story, so it may be slanted. They talked about the the uh, Catholics who are of uh, Hispanic or Cu- Cuban origin are breaking for the president, but white Catholics are breaking for Biden. I can't figure that one out because I think a lot of Catholics do care a great deal about abortion and right-to-life issues. Dan? We yeah we I oh, yeah. think we no longer believe the press like out like you say out here but I think there'll be enough people like us like the values of the people like where we live that will offset everything that Biden thinks he has in like you said Allegheny County Philadelphia. I think there's more enthusiasm to get out and vote for Trump and because of what he's uh, the promises made promises kept well, then over they're gonna, the years. Dan, then they're going to have to get out and do it on election day because right now Democrats are outnumbering Republicans in early voting by a considerable amount. It's two to one and, according and, to CBS. And Joe, most of people I talk with, I don't know any of them that aren't going to go out in this area that I know they're going to go out on election day, they're going to do the traditional thing. They're, they're not deathly afraid they're going to walk out the door and keel over from 
the virus. So I, I've, almost everybody I talk with, except I have some relatives, <laughs> they're not going to vote for Trump anyway. They voted already <laughs> for Biden. They live in a metropolitan area, so they're not Trumpers. All right. But uh, but they voted. You're right. But I don't know hardly any. Not probably I don't know any people that went out already and voted for Trump. But the big the big day will come and a silent majority again. Very quiet. We we're not out there screaming and hollering. But when it comes time to vote, we'll go in there and make the right decision again, like we did the last election. And, you know, so that's how I I look at it. All right. It. We got you, Dan. Thank There's you so much. There's a lot sure. of reasons we could talk for one hour. I could tell you, <laughs> could you? the reasons <laughs> to well, vote for Trump. All right. We'll call back you get one minute. Thanks for your time. I yeah. hope you're right. But I have I, a great one. Dan, I hope you're right, but I fear you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what, you hope he's right that the president will win? Well, I, from a policy standpoint, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the president's, I think, I don't like to use the word unhinged, but yesterday he came down on Dr. Fauci, um, you know, and said he's a nice guy, I like him, but he, he would have been a disaster for him this country. Him and the other idiots, you mean? The other idiots, right? right. Now, come on. <laughs> well, I think President Trump is probably irritated that he can't fire him because that'll be such a big scandal, you know, he's very popular. But he's right, though. I mean, I, I think... The, people are looking at this the wrong way. Dr. Fauci is advocating the medical scientific perspective, if you want. But the president's got to be concerned about the entire country, and that includes the economy and people earning a living and being able to feed their families. And those things are not always on the same path. All right, so to speak. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. One person sent us an email that has the word Mark in the first word, so I'm assuming they're meaning me, so we'll read that on the radio. one 800 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back. Uh, Joe, read fast. Yes, Mark has gone completely down the lucky lefty smoking rabbit hole since he twisted his own words by saying that kneeling for the BLM as a football game is actually standing up for BLM. Pretzel logic at its best. Yeah, I didn't say any of those things, <laughs> just as an FYI. Well, I, you're bent over there. I mean, you're twisted into a pretzel shape. I guess. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just trying to see uh, what um, what we're talking about. Uh, President 
President Trump, of course, yesterday, I think he sealed the deal for people that aren't his supporters when he criticized uh, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. People are tired of hearing Fauci and all these idiots. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb, but there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. Yeah, when he said he thought the president was going to get it because he but was at he, that But, you know, that's kind of an unfair function. cut because he went back. He said he likes Dr. Fauci. You know, he said some nice things about him. He's a good guy. But let's face it. They are on different paths, and they have different priorities. Dr. Fauci doesn't have to care whether you have enough money in your pocket to buy dinner for your family tomorrow. He's just the in president charge of does. keeping you alive. Uh, so alive for what? If there is nothing to live for... Why are we alive? Well, the I president's mean, <laughs> widely viewed as having mishandled this and uh, not... By uh, people on the left. Uh, I'm sure there's many Republicans that feel that way, I too. think he's done what he could do, okay, given the well, information you're not every he had. Republican. You may be more informed than most folks. You given the information he had at the time. Every day. Given the information he had at the time, I feel the same way about the governor. You know, I could find things, to as a Republican, I could find things to criticize about Governor Wolf, but I think his heart and, and Dr. Levin, their heart's in the right place. I believe Dr. Fauci's heart's in the right place, and I believe the president's is, but they're looking the at different parts of the puzzle. The governor's obsessed with saving lives and cares less about the the, whether businesses thrive and whether we get to have our income and, and go to restaurants and so on. The president, on the other hand, is obsessed with making sure that business keeps okay. going and that there's no shutdowns and cares less about saving lives. Well, All right, so people here's, appreciate here, that. Here's the choice you're facing. With Governor Wolf, you're going to live, but you're going to starve to death. No, With yeah, the president, you're going to have enough to eat, but you may be sick for a Nobody's while. Nobody's starving. What The biggest impact is that people who, who still don't have jobs, and we're down to like 7% in Pennsylvania, it's great, you know, it's greatly reduced from before, still twice as but high as it was we're also getting before. a few more cases. But even as Dr. Levine said, nothing like we had in March. So yes, there is a, a you know a, an uptick, but the uh, we went we're gonna we're not nobody's talking about flattening the curve again and shutting the state down. Even the governor admits that won't fly a second time. So doesn't that tend to make the president right in what he was saying all along? All right, one eight hundred. Well, scratch the phone number. Too late for that. We're going to head towards the top of the hour. We'll scan some brief news headlines. Then we are going to have uh, Stephen. Uh, Steve Dorsey on the line. I almost said Steve Portnoy, who's his desk mate <laughs> at CBS. Steve Dorsey is going to be on the line, CBS News correspondent, talking about campaign 2020. So that's coming up shortly here on uh, WDKOK. You are listening to On the Mark, WDKOK live telephone uh, talk show, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, that toll-free line. Go ahead and jot it down, 1-800-795-WDKOK. Don't forget traffic blocked Route 54 eastbound in Danville. We'll keep you posted about that. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, in about uh, 20 minutes or so, we'll have open phones. At that time, call 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We'll have Steve Portnoy on the line shortly from uh, CBS. We're going to squeeze in our news headlines. Associated Press reported the U.S. Supreme Court will allow Pennsylvania to count ballots received up to three days after the election, rejecting a Republican plea. The justices divided four to four Monday, an outcome that upholds the state Supreme Court ruling that allowed election officials to receive and count ballots until November 6th, even if they don't have a clear postmark. Route 54 appears to be open now, eastbound after Danville, but now Route 11 north, very slow at the middle school. Route 54 blocked earlier today because of fatal accident. Dispatch says a pedestrian accident earlier today. The name of the adults who died there not known yet, but Route 54 East now said to be open. Route 11 North, very slow at the middle school. Thousands of supporters of Vice President Mike Pence lined up at the Capital City Airport Monday in New Cumberland. Prior to Pence's appearance, supporters were waiting eagerly to get into the event at least three hours before the gates open. Yeah, that's keeping with Pennsylvania's newfound popularity. The President and First Lady will be in Erie today, and Jill Biden was in Lackawanna County last evening. As for that U.S. Supreme Court ruling and its impact on Pennsylvania voting... We can expect more cases going to the Supreme Court regarding the election. And so when Justice Barrett is confirmed, if she's confirmed, is going to be key in, frankly, how these cases are going to come out. Lori Levinson is a Loyola Law School professor and a commentator for CBS News. Some mouthwashes or oral antiseptics kill coronavirus. That's research coming out of the Penn State College of Medicine. They found out the products might be useful when it comes to reducing the amount of virus in the mouth. And that, all they say, can help slow the spread of the disease. As we mentioned earlier in commentary opinion, I said Governor Tom Wolf is obsessed with saving lives. Well, he seemed to have that message yesterday at the microphone. The fall resurgence is here and while we always have to take this deadly virus seriously, now is really the time to double down uh, on, on our efforts to keep ourselves and the people around us safe. This is a plea to do just that. Keep he, us safe. The resurgence of coronavirus continued Monday as uh, three more Snyder County deaths were reported and two more Northumberland County deaths reported and Montour and Union County added to the list of individual counties with substantial levels of community transition. WKOK News Time. It is now 9.09. That wraps up news headlines. I have one more headline to pass along that will be a myth buster for some of our listeners, but we'll do that shortly. We're glad to say on the news line with us now, Steve Dorsey, CBS News correspondent, a veteran correspondent, executive editor and correspondent for CBS News Radio based in Washington, D.C. He's been around the globe for CBS, and now he gets to call Sunbury, Pennsylvania, one of the flagship affiliates. This must be one of the highlights of your day, Steve. <laughs> oh, it's always great to talk to any station. Well, yeah, okay. we just really appreciate you checking in. Well, as we monitor the presidential election, uh, does President Trump still have any kind of a clear path to the, the White House? Some people are writing him off, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that my worthless prediction holds true that he wins re-election. Does he have that path back to the White House? Well, listen, never uh, count out President Trump. He always finds a, a way uh, to success. Uh, for him, not just in the election, but uh, in, in many other um, 
obstacles. Uh, listen, he's he's on the campaign trail aggressively. He's been on the West Coast. Uh, he's going to be in Florida. Uh, he's going to uh, continue to barnstorm these battleground states like Pennsylvania, uh, like Ohio and Wisconsin and, and Florida and Nevada. And we're going to see that uh, in high gear over the next two weeks before the election. Uh, that's his plan, he believes, uh, to, to continue to hold on to his job as president. Well, Steve, is this election, as you see it, going to be decided on issues or personality and why? You know, I think this is going to be a, a it will be in a, an election of issues. Um, you know, personality is still, of course, um, a, an important factor for his base. But there are moderate Republicans who are considering voting for Joe Biden because uh, they want more uh, of a focus on big issues like the economy, like um, civility, uh, like uh, the coronavirus, and that's what you see in Joe Biden's campaign. And what will Joe Biden do in the weeks ahead? We know the president is just going to hit every place. So we saw his rally yesterday. He doesn't look desperate, but he sure looks like he's kind of running out of steam. Uh, what's Joe Biden going to do? We know he's off the trail today. All week. Yeah, you know, Joe, Joe Biden's... Uh, going to be uh, campaigning uh, not as aggressively because he's taking uh, a bit more of a conservative, if you will, approach to his his own campaign travel. He does have uh, Senator Kamala Harris out there as well. He does have Barack Obama uh, with plans to be on the campaign trail, um, rallying support for him. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to see a lot more of, of Joe Biden, uh, especially on the debate stage uh, this Thursday, and then speaking separately to their own town halls and and uh, and conversations he, he plans to hold uh, with, with news organizations. Do you think that anyone is going to, on the right is going to be motivated by the fact that the mainstream media and the social media giants are refusing to touch this story at all, basically, with Hunter Biden, while they are more than willing to investigate and run any negative story about the president? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think that... Um, uh, conservatives, Republicans are already pointing to this, saying that uh, social media companies are trying to interfere in the election, uh, including uh, those that uh, tried to ban or block uh, this New York Post story on Hunter Biden's uh, emails. And I think that's going to be a surviving theme, not just until the election, but probably after the election as well. How critical is the things that the president says now? I would think if he calls Dr. Fauci among a group of idiots, that that would help him along a lot of conservatives that say any shutdown or slowdown or restriction on business is bad. But Dr. Fauci is fairly popular. How much does that help or hurt the president? Yeah, that's a good question, um, because you're right. Dr. Fauci is popular. Uh, he's essentially a household name now. Um, and uh, these attacks on Dr. Fauci has rallied uh, uh, that doctor's defenders, has rallied uh, Vice President Biden, who's weighed, on, uh, weighed in on this, on Democrats. Um, but uh, there's still a, a strong contingent uh, of Americans uh, who believe in the president's approach to the coronavirus and uh, moving on with life uh, that uh, probably agree with his stance uh, on, on attacking Dr. Fauci. Well, the president has said that he will sign 
any COVID stimulus relief bill that gets direct aid to the people in the form of the $600 or uh, a supplement to unemployment insurance and the $1,200 individual payments. But Nancy Pelosi has refused to do that, holding down instead for tons more money that would uh, also defund or fund uh, things like bailing out pension plans in Illinois, Pennsylvania, and California. Uh, do the American people realize do you know that the president's willing to sign this bill and that Nancy Pelosi's the one holding it up, or do they blame the president? Well, I think at this moment, uh, you know, unfortunately for a Republican, they probably blame the president uh, because it is confusing messaging when just days ago on Twitter he said he was giving up on stimulus talks. Um, and the president isn't negotiating directly with uh, Nancy Pelosi. They haven't spoken with each other in months. Uh, he's doing it with his his, his top uh, advisors, Mark Meadows, with uh, Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin. Um, and not only that, but you have to get the buy-in from Republicans in the Senate to pass any kind of uh, agreed-upon solution. And they're not in favor of anything more than uh, $500 billion. So there's a lot of obstacles still to this bill. And uh, and so far, uh, Nancy Pelosi, at least, is, is trying to pin the blame on the president and Republicans. Who won the first debate, in your view? Um, you know, I think everyone lost, uh, in, including the country, because uh, we just saw a lot of arguments, we saw a lot of um, pettiness, name-calling, and uh, I think they really soured Americans on this debate process. And uh, and hopefully we don't see the same thing again uh, this week. Well, yeah, telling President Trump to shut up, <laughs> telling the President yeah. of the United States to shut up, that just doesn't look well, even when it's President Trump. So um, how can anyone come away with a win Thursday? You know, uh, I think the most important part is uh, to be presidential um and to show americans that you're serious about recovering the economy recovering from the pandemic um and and restoring uh a place uh of leadership uh in in the in, in the globe and i think you're going to see that uh from president trump who's going to tout vaccines he's going to tout uh, research on therapeutics for coronavirus as a leader uh among the world and, uh, and we're going to hear more about that uh, on Thursday. Well, the uh, left has been saying that the Supreme Court is currently being packed by the president. He's putting all these conservatives on. Yet today, in a case here in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court did deadlock four to four on an issue involving voting in Pennsylvania. And you would think it would have been five to three. And Amy Coney Barrett might restore some balance to it, because right now it appears that Justice Roberts has swung to the left. Uh, what do you see with Amy Coney Barrett and, and uh, getting this thing, her, her her, um, confirmation through the Senate? Um, I think that uh, even Democrats have admitted she'll be on the Supreme Court. Um, that's, that's pretty clear. The Republicans have the, the need to confirm her. Uh, what time she gets on the Supreme Court is still unclear. Uh, we have a vote on the, in the Justice Committee in the Senate, uh, on the Judiciary Committee, I should say, in the Senate um, on the 22nd uh, this week. And, uh, and then I will go to the, uh, the full Senate for a debate. And listen, that's when the real delays can come. So will it happen by Election Day? Republicans would say yes. Democrats would be skeptical of that. Uh, and and we'll, we'll have to wait and see to see what kind of tactics they, they could use to delay that. 
All right, we're running short on time here, so we'll ask you to tell us anything important you know or wish to share, or a great opinion, or anything you want to tell us that maybe we didn't ask you that elicited that uh, particular response. You know, I would say that uh, there's uh, for the upcoming debate, um, we do know a little bit more about the specifics, including uh, that uh, there are going to be open mics only for speakers that are designated to talk. Uh, the other mic of the opposing candidate uh, for some period of time won't be turned on. Hopefully that will uh, control interruptions, uh, perhaps. Um, and, and the president's campaign has been pushing for more foreign policy questions. Um, you know, I think probably it's, it's a good idea. We haven't heard too much from either candidate on foreign policy. And, uh, and maybe we will get a chance to, to hear a little bit more about that in the next debate. And we can safely say now, before the president claimed that the, the debate was unfair, but now with his uh, mic muted and the topics changing, and now he's really talking about Christian Welker, is it safe to say that the debate is tilted against him as he goes in? Uh, you know, it depends on um, how you frame the debate. Um, Republicans and supporters say, yeah. Democrats say that uh, they agree to these rules uh, and, and the control of, of, of the rules a month ago, and then this is just um, a fulfillment of that. All right. Well, the president says he won't do well on some of the, or the president's uh, campaign says he won't do well on some of these topics, but he should do well on most of them. They're most of the things that he's been talking about on the campaign trail. Steve, thank you so much for yes. checking in today with uh, Debbie KOK and Sunbury. We appreciate your time and keep up the good work in Washington. Yeah, thanks thank a you. lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take Bye-bye. care. Thank you. Steve Dorsey, CBS News correspondent, Washington, D.C., campaign uh, 2020. He's an executive editor and a correspondent, of course, literally been around the world for CBS over the years. So we appreciate that. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll open up the phones. We're going to hear from President Trump uh, talking about Dr. Fauci as the president continues to uh, put nails in his own coffin. (laughs) You think he'd know better, but uh, he doesn't seem to stop himself. You say he's going to win. Then you refer to nails in his coffin. Well, no, this is going to hurt him. I I think if if you talk about... Look, I think he still has a path to the White House, and I think he'll win. But that's they, they call Lawrence's opinion worthless for a reason. I'm just saying that I, I don't think he should criticize Dr. Fauci. I just think that's a mistake. It's like criticizing God or criticizing apple pie. You, you, not everybody likes apple pie, that's true, but you just can't win You know, doing that. Well, is it lattice top or is it crumb? Right, right. Well, I don't like either one. All right, I 1-8- like crumb. 1-800-7. Who was it once got in trouble because he said he didn't? like broccoli. George George H. Bush. George H. W. Bush. Bush, right. Okay. The senior Bush. 1-800. And then he was a one-termer because of the broccoli scandal. Well. No. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Update in Danville, Route 54, eastbound, now open. No indication who died there. Coroner was on the scene because an adult died in a collision that occurred uh, earlier. The uh, Dispatched as a pedestrian accident, actually. Uh, and now it's... Sl- so Route 54 East is open, but Route 11 North, that's folks coming from Northumberland and going towards Bloomsburg, uh, the Route 11 North now uh, gummed up in front of the middle school. Long delays uh, still there. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. One caller coming in, but we'll take more comers. we got 932 texts. And Joe? Well, one of them is in four parts, so we'll take care of that one first. It says, good morning. Vote for change. Trump called women monsters, harassed them, insulted them, said red stuff comes out of them. Really? <laughs> said herd immunity was deadly in April. Now it's his plan. Says goodbye to your, say goodbye to your parents, neighbors, friends, and maybe you. Called Mexicans rapists, had Muslims. Muslim ban takes away transgender rights, demands Biden be arrested, took $3 billion from disease control, gassed protesters, called soldiers suckers and losers. He loves white supremacists. 220,000 dead from the Trump virus. Thanks, Bob. Hey, Bob, you know, even the Atlantic disavowed its stories about calling the troops suckers and losers. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, and there's no disavowal. It hasn't happened. It said they, they could not stand by the story. I'd like to see that. All right, we'll get it for you. Thank you. All right. Send it to me, folks. Uh (laughs) I will. Uh (laughs) Anyway, uh, Bob's wrong there. He didn't gas. It wasn't tear gas he used on those protesters. He didn't use it. It was chemical spray. He didn't personally run out and gas people. Well, no, he had people do it, but it was chemical spray. He didn't tell them to gas. You know, don't you think it was was more likely that he said, I'd like to go across the street and they did whatever they had to do to clear the path? I'm not going to speculate what the president did or didn't say. Hey, hey, uh, Don, we're going to have to gas these folks. Is that okay with you? Oh, sure. Go ahead, gas them. I need to get over there and hold up a Bible upside down. Yeah, we need the link for the Atlantic (laughs) disavowing the article about losers. Everybody talks about it. Somebody said they retracted it. I couldn't find any of that. But So please, send me those links. And then, uh, gee, if Trump had shut down the country in March all by himself, the leftist fools would have called him a tyrant dictator. What he did was abide by the um, crime... Constitution. uh, Tenth Amendment. Where is that? Oh, my gosh, all the way down there. By the Constitution and the Tenth Amendment, and left the states make the determination of what the states needed to do. The feds provided CDC guidance, which, if you'll remember, changed continually because this was a novel virus. The feds provided the needs uh, for PPE and equipment to the states, which had failed to prepare... There, right there. Prepare themselves. But hey, that was Trump's fault. The Democrats late into February and early March were telling people to get to Chinatown in San Francisco. Pelosi. New York City was open for business. De Blasio. All the while, the hypocrite left was saying Trump wasn't doing enough. They are pathetic and up, they'll, up, up, they're up, up, trying up, up, up. to rewrite history, but thinking people remember. If people could see what I see, this comes through looking like a crossword puzzle. Well, and the pieces were nowhere near in order, so you have to kind of find, when you see one or two letters, like if, which if, why, oh, so then you've got to find the the block that has the U in it. (laughs) Yeah, nicely done. I'm I'm actually pretty impressed. Are you good at crossword puzzles? Yes, actually, I love crossword puzzles. That makes sense. You just did one live on the radio. All right, uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for checking in today. Good morning. Yes, um, good morning, everyone. You know, I'm, I'm going to say observing the overall election uh, process and, of course, of uh, 
you know, of, of, I'm going to say how to get reelected or elected the first time. And the thing is, okay, okay, you can't just hold one person of responsible in each party for everything. And there's a team of people, and also uh, the election process being the House of Representatives, and you know, for locally, for the state. And, and and all that, of course, in, in Congress and all that. So I think when it comes down to it, it's going to be the issues uh, that are going to make a person uh, go to the poll, or or if they have already elect. But you know, you know, come down to it because I've run across people who have. Uh, change their voters' registration to uh, independent because they don't necessarily believe in either party, but they want to vote the issues. Well, I think yeah, it is more complex than we think. It's more than just the president. There's a lot of other lawmakers on the ballots these days, too, so you want to vote for them. And there's a lot of people voting early, so that's a factor there. All right, thank you so much, All right, Bobby. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. Uh, the phone lines are open. Give us a call at 1-800-795-9565. We still have texts to read and emails. Uh, Mike Boley, one of our emailers, says, Research is only as good as the data source. MSNBC and CNN are fake data. <laughs> And uh, all we ask is we have a fair news report. I hear so much on this station from other listeners about listening to Fox. Well, here is the fair playing field. Here is the fair playing field. You can listen to ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, and CNN. And I don't know how many newspapers are not giving fair news. And my on-the-mark friends have a problem with us listening more to Fox. We have many correspondents on Fox that also do not like Trump. Now we hear something bad on biden and his son and they will not even televise it or report it where is their fair and balanced good point where well, is yeah, their fair and the, balanced uh, people observed that chris wallace a lot of people felt he had a bias against the president during uh, the first debate i didn't catch it myself but i wasn't really scrutinizing it for that but you know perception's reality under these circumstances so that's uh, people's opinion but you you'd think the president would be happy he had a fox news correspondent at the first one and he wouldn't listen to a word he said well he's going to rope bowl right over Kristen welker then on thursday well he really should have kept his mouth shut in the first debate because Chris Wallace would have asked tough questions, and he would have, if he had had time to ask them, he would have gotten to the heart of a number of matters. But the president's mm-hmm. interruptions kept that from happening. So I actually like the idea of the microphones being muted. I mean, each one gets two minutes to speak uninterrupted, and then after that, for the remainder of the 15-minute segments, they can go at each other. Well, the president sounds not fair to even, me. The president won't even know that his mic is muted. He probably doesn't hear the PA, and he probably doesn't have an earpiece that he can monitor. So he probably well, we won't know even Joe know. Has his earpiece in so he can be told what his answer should be. They'll probably show him a green light or a red light so that he'll, you know, know that his microphone's not on. I think this will probably help. Plus, Joe Biden does well speaking lately. He's doing a super job at the podium. Well, yeah, you saw his rally over the weekend. Staying at home job. for four days to prepare for the debate. I saw that. <laughs> well, but, you know, Joe, if somebody somebody said to you, Joe, if you stay home this week, we're going to build the CSVT completely and do it all in one year. Would you go out and continue lobbying PennDOT and your local legislators? No, you, you stand down. People say, and, I, and myself excluded, that the, Biden's got this one. All he's got to do is not make any big mistakes, and uh, th- that's going to be the end of it. And so 
um, what would you do if somebody said, Joe, you could either be president uh, or go out and campaign this week? I Which would you like to be? I don't remember who said it, but I, I think Biden's probably operating under this assumption that n- never get in the way of your opponent when he's in the uh, committing suicide. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well said. You know, I, right. I know somebody said that. I may be paraphrasing it. I don't remember who it was, but I think the point's good. That Joe Biden, I think, believes it's so in the bag that he doesn't have to do anything, that he can ignore serious questions. I mean, when the toughest question this man has answered all week is, what flavor of milkshake did you get? I think that says something pretty pathetic about the media and about the candidate who will not ask or take on the tough questions. If I were Joe Biden, I'd be saying, I want to clearly delineate the difference between me and President Trump. So ask me the toughest questions you can, and let me give you a straight answer. Has anybody asked him about Hunter lately? You said off mic. He just gets angry. Well, I saw uh, Steve Ducey, uh, no, uh, Peter Ducey, who was following his campaign from Fox, did ask him about it, and he yelled at him in his face saying, you're asking the wrong candidate. Ask Trump about this. Ask Trump about about that. But that's not answering the question. And so far, and the right points this out, neither Hunter Biden or Joe Biden have denied the authenticity of those emails. One of our good listeners sends a text and says, I got my ballot filled out and I drove to the courthouse yesterday. I went to the Snyder County Courthouse and voted. It could not have been any simpler. No line and a very professional woman at the window to take my ballot. Um, And uh, let's see. Biden isn't playing to win. He's playing not to lose, which is fine. Which is exactly what Hillary Clinton did. Says one of our good Republican listeners out there. (laughs) So, well, yeah, that's right. You can just sit here and watch... uh, President Trump implode uh, as he continues to He's the only person putting the nails in the coffin. It's the weird thing. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We got our last caller before a quickie break on the line. Then we're going to hear an excerpt. When we come out of that, we'll hear uh, Donald Trump talking about Dr. Fauci when we uh, come back. But first, let's do the caller before the break, and that would put AI on the line. Artificial intelligence. No, it's Al. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. I'm nothing artificial about me. No, you got real intelligence. (laughs) Anyways, it's all about the deep state. Um, If Trump wins, he's going to... Let me roll this window up. He's going to be free to uh, really go after the people that were in the coup. He has to win now, and they have to lose. That that way, if they lose, they know they're in really big trouble. Because uh, I, I, I can't see justice denied any longer. There's so much going on in them with the Biden thing and how how far it leans. And Fauci's he's just part of the deep state. If you research him, he's been back there since AIDS, and he lost 17,000 people because he wouldn't sign a piece of paper to go ahead and start the treatment on these people. Uh, he's been deep stating it for a long time, and... Like I said, the, you said nobody was starving. Beg to differ, Mark. There are 140 million children have gone into hunger since this uh, lockdown of all the, the world. Um, it, the lockdowns don't work, and the Texas governor said it right from the very beginning, and so did I on this show. you got to protect the vulnerable. And away you go. Okay, so where where are these starving children? Now, I want to see children sitting with distended bellies and literally nothing but skin and bone. Where is this? 
that's all over the whole they, I'm not saying they're starving they're starting to starve because there's not enough food no they're just starting the world is shut down you can't shut down a world like this not for a pandemic. We survived every pandemic that ever came down the pipe through herd immunity. Well, and even locally, Mark, you have to admit there have been a number of drives to provide food for kids oh, who there's are... food insecurity like crazy in the U.S. right now. And there. it's worse because of the but being shut down. Starving involves going down to skin and bone and having a distended belly because your body starts to eat itself. You're taking it to the extreme. <laughs> People are going poor. Words mean my something, so if you say hard. something starving... Well, when I get hungry at night, I'll tell my wife I'm starving, but I don't literally starve to death. Okay, it's, well, there's no kids literally starving in the U.S. I'm not so sure about that. Hungry. And a lot of them aren't getting their food in school. That was the only warm meal of the day. It's awful. And, they, you know, Governor Wolf sending the people back into nursing homes. My mom had it. She's 60, I mean, 89 and survived. My aunt had it, she's 89 and survived, and another aunt had it, 92, and survived. And that's in one nursing home over in Seals Grove and one in Milton. And it went crazy in nursing homes because people are dropping their guard, and the herd immunity is just gonna take over like it always did. When I told you what happened to the Spanish flu. It was here and then it was gone. All right, we got you, Al. Thank you so much for checking in. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565. we got four open lines. Uh, we got room to read some texts and some emails, so we'll do those when we come back. We'll hear from President Trump talking about Dr. Fauci again, different excerpt of remarks. Uh, but uh, you can call us, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, President Trump and his campaign and Fox News really doubling down on Kristen Welker, coming up with all the information about all her bias over the years. So what's your view on that? Joe doesn't know how to mute his phone. So <laughs> Joe's like your your old grandfather or something with his telephone. I don't know how do you shut this thing off. All right, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I think really uh, Dr. Fauci's a very nice man, but we let him do what he wants to do. He gets a lot of television. He loves being on television, and we let him do it. Sometimes he says things that are a little bit off, and they get built up, unfortunately, but he's a nice guy. I like him. 
There you go. He's not I mad at Dr. Fauci. He's not. He loves him. Well, that's because they told him how damaging <laughs> it was that he criticized them. No, he him. said that at the same time, even when he was criticizing them, where that cut was taken from, he said nice things it's about It's not him. personal. Oh, wait, I uh, no, <laughs> he's an idiot. Uh, that's <laughs> it's not personal. Well, I'm surprised to hear you that's say that no, about oh, Dr. Joe, Fauci. Joe, so Dr. Fauci's so an idiot. morally questionable stuff that I can't believe it. And I don't understand your love of this man. What The reason I called, though, because you just had a caller who was spreading misinformation that could be possibly uh, damaging to people, and that is herd immunity. Herd immunity just kills an awful lot of people and seldom works. It's vaccinations and that sort of thing that do work and not herd immunity uh actually what uh if i have a problem with my car i don't go to the hospital and say would you fix my car and the people who are saying herd immunity and things like that are usually not doctors and they're not scientists and we have to listen to the people that follow science uh that's my scree this morning (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, the president hurt himself yesterday. Criticizing Dr. Fauci, he's wildly popular, so that's a bad situation. Uh, Than, what's your reaction? The president and Fox News are really down on Kristen Welker. I mean, they're, they're tracking down all of her and her family's opportunities they've had in the past to support the Democratic Party. I think she does a fabulous job, and whether or not she's objected, I, I really couldn't say. But she is an aggressive reporter. She definitely goes after whichever president is in front of her. Uh, what's your view on this uh, unfairness well, that they're claiming? Well, I believe that the current president had hurt himself enough that he will probably lose this election, although I'm not sure of that. But uh, I think that what they have to do, and Joe, you're one of these, dirtying up the election, trying to say that it's going to be illegal, trying to find places where there are problems. And so that is my answer of what's going on. Even I, I just Snip- think Than, the even Republicans Sni- are dirtying up the election. Oh, come on, Than, get real. Even here in Snyder County, they sent out ballots with mistakes on them. I mean, their margin for error here is pretty great. Really? A human being made a mistake? Yes, and that oh, human being goodness. making a mistake. What if that human being's mistake means your vote isn't counted? Is that okay with you? No, it's not okay, but what you do is fix it, not say, hey, everybody stay away from the polls because they could be rigged. Nobody's saying stay away from the polls. I think the Republicans are saying go to the polls and vote, for heaven's sakes. Oh, wait, They're worried wait, about wait. the mail-in I ballots. I was thinking of the polls as being uh, any way you voted as a good American, realizing that human beings make mistakes and not every ballot tossed in the ditch was going to be counted anyway, as you well know. And uh, mostly, why don't you just let an election happen and see what happens? Because (laughs) your leader says, uh, I'm going to have to check out whether or not I step down if I lose. That's not an American. That's a person that is looking to be, I'm afraid, a fascist in the future. Oh, my heavens, Stan. Mm -hmm. He's right. You're just off the wall today, buddy. 
Uh, yeah, but the wall is good and solid, and your side is really weak. Not really, Then You know, let's face it. I don't think the president is wrong to be worried about. Let me finish the thought. My problem with it isn't mail-in ballots where you request the ballot and you get the ballot and there's a procedure to send it back in. My problem is with willy-nilly sending out ballots to everybody on a voter registration list that may be terribly outdated. I know a member of my son's family got a uh, request for a ballot for her dead husband. You know, so there, there's margins for error here that I think we're rushing to. Yes, I know we have to find a way for people to vote safely during the pandemic. And I voted in the primary in the in the spring, and the precautions they took, I was very comfortable with voting in person. All right. Thank you so much, Than. Thanks for checking well, I, in today. I, I also know you probably uh, feel much better now that you can go and uh, exercise uh, in, in, in a building for exercising. Am I right? You mean going to the gym? Yes, I go to the gym. Yep. Uh, well, good luck, my friend. So am I living dangerously, in your opinion? I think more dangerously than you have to, Joe, right. and I, I, as much as I disagree with you, I'd certainly hate to lose you. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. <laughs> <We're, we're, we're, laughs> I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> so Talk old, to you later. We don't want to lose either of you guys. So let's just leave it at that. Jordy, where do you even begin? You have an open mic. Go right ahead. Oh, my gosh, oh, you poor hey. guy. I guess the first is I'm a little puzzled about this distinction that Joe is making between... Uh, uh, ballots that are returned that were requested versus quote quote unquote ballots that are sent out willy-nilly do you think that happens in Pennsylvania no it doesn't happen in Pennsylvania it's other states I think there's six other states where they're allowing where they send out ballots to everybody unsolicited okay. we're, we're they not in well, Pennsylvania thank you for clarifying that so just so people understand in Pennsylvania that is not what happens the other piece to this that I hear people talk about that I think they misunderstand either honestly or um, sometimes they're repeating what I will call disinformation, which is purposely putting out false information, is the idea that multiple requests for a ballot being mailed to people is a problem. You know, there's, there's three steps here in Pennsylvania. Someone can request a ballot, and that's a separate application that could be uh, on paper or online, and then they get the ballot, and then they return it. Many organizations, and I know many Democrats who got several mail-in ballot applications from Republican organizations, uh, I don't have proof. I'm just saying on the surface, it's odd for Republicans to send mail-in ballot applications to Democrats, and two or three. And my best guess is um, this was part of being able to create a media narrative that says, look, all of these mail-in ballot applications went to this one household. There must be something wrong. Whereas in reality, all that matters is that one mail-in ballot application was sent, one ballot was sent to that voter, and that voter sent it out. And we have a large number of protections in place to make sure uh, that that one ballot filled out by that one voter is the correct person. So, you know, there's a process here, uh, and of course, it's had some errors. The Snyder County one is interesting. Uh, but overall, um, it's a process that has a lot of checks uh, on information uh, security. Um, and that's, you know, that's what gets lost. When the president says, oh, you know, mail-in ballot, and I think I heard you say this, Joe, is rife for fraud. What, what kind of fraud? I mean, can we talk about this? Like, you're saying, oh, okay, somebody's dead relative uh, got either a ballot or a request for a ballot. Okay. Is that ballot going to be filled out, Joe? Not unless somebody Who's wants to commit a crime. Who's no, going to fill out that ballot? Well, let me finish. Not unless somebody wants to commit a crime, and, and these people don't. Right. But I pointed you know out... how many times people 
intentionally, maliciously fill out two ballots in the United States? I have no idea, and I don't it's think anybody does. It's exceedingly rare, and do you know why? It's a stupid crime. If I really wanted to throw the election to Biden, right, and I wanted to do it in Pennsylvania, let's just go back to 2016 and imagine it was Clinton, I would need to get 44,000 people to willingly break the law, right, to throw the election from Trump to Clinton in Pennsylvania in 2016. I have to convince all those people to, do, to commit a serious crime. They have to get false IDs or figure out a way around the ID check in the system. I'd probably have to hire mafia muscle to keep them in line because <clears throat> a conspiracy of 44,000 people, Joe, you know what? It will leak. There will be a paper trail. I'll go to jail. Do you see that voter fraud as a means for throwing an election is incredibly unlikely? And even if someone were to try it, it's so hard to do, they would be caught. That's what bugs me that nobody uh, talks about. Well, I think what what I'm not talking what I'm talking about isn't that. What I'm talking about is that there is so much margin for error in ballots being to, this tossed into the trash, lost. I would like to see everybody's vote count. Now, I agree that we need to do something in the pandemic to assure that people who feel compromised can vote safely. But we've done it in such a slapdash, hurry-it-up method that I don't think we've thought it through completely. And I think going forward, we need to have our local election officials or state election officials take a look at it and with the idea of how do we make sure that we put every safeguard in place to make sure that everybody who wants to vote can vote, and if we're going to do it by mail, everything we need to do to make sure that it's safe and their vote gets counted. I don't like the idea of votes coming in three days after being counted three days after the election. People want Why? to know what that what well, happened that night. There? What's the risk there, Joe? Because the ri- that's what happened in Sider County. They didn't put the dates, the correct dates that are more favorable to the voter. They put the incorrect, more strict dates. And then they didn't want to bother to print it. This is the same Joe Kant, by the way, who wasted a bunch of taxpayer dollars in Snyder County on a ridiculous uh, hand signature analysis because he's on the hunt for fraud. You may not be like one of these Republicans, Joe, but, you know, they are doing everything that they can to sit to, to make people question the legitimacy of our process. Well, you're, but anyway, you're being me, un- well, you're wait a second, wait a second. You're being the ballot November 3rd and it arrives three days you're later. Being, you're being unfair to Joe Kantz, who had complaints no, from people. I'm had, being very fair to him because I'm not using the real language I should use. He had, he had complaints <laughs> from people who thought it looked suspicious, and he did what a responsible elected official did would do. He looked into it. Now, it turned out to no, be nothing, a so good. No, elected official would know how rare voter fraud is, would not waste people's money... We're not waste people's money and scare them because you you almost agreed with me that voter fraud is so rare. When elected officials say the first thing we need to worry about is voter fraud because there are mean, nasty, vicious people out there who will try and rob the election or steal the results, that's not the reality. And what we have to protect for more <laughs> is the reality we observe, which is many people are disenfranchised. But it is the reality. That is the there is but there is people who want to vote can't. <laughs> not that there's some cabal of. Of, of voters who are trying to steal the election. But they, I hate to tell See, you, but there has the been there has been voter fraud in this country many times over the years. Some elections uh, you mean actually voter fraud or election fraud. Election fraud. I'm sorry, election fraud in this country, and and the ballot is certainly one way to do it. I mean, you ca- you've got to admit there are times where people were paid for their vote. There are people who voted more than once in other precincts. I'm just saying, I want to guarantee the integrity of the election. People who say that that we have it, uh, they are also some of the people 
people who don't want to go with ID, photo ID, to, to be required to vote. That makes sense because to me. I can't. There are a lot of old people in Minnesota oh, County who don't have photo ID. Jordy, I can't. I can't get on an airplane without a photo ID. I can't go to the bank and open an you know account many, without a you photo know how many ID. People in Union Center County have never been on an airplane. I don't, but I'll bet it's. Well, how many have never opened that. a bank account? Don't be so classist and assume that because you. How been on many? An airplane, how many have never opened a bank account, Jordy? You need that. You need that photo <laughs> ID to Amish? do. You need that. Uh, well, the Amish don't vote anyway, so what are we talking about? I'm going to have to, st- fact, they, have to stop you, too. Jordy, Joe does not get the photo ID issue, so we're not going to be able to go into it now. We have Every argument you have, we've told him, and he dismisses it as being immaterial. Well, so I'm glad to hear he agrees in uh, election integrity. I do, too, and I think the most important thing is that everybody who wants to vote can, and the greater risks are disenfranchising legitimate voters, not witch hunts for fake voter fraud. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Thank so you so much pre- for no, 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 no. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> we got to cut you off here. We're out of time. Thank you so much, Jordy. Thank you so much for calling in today. Please call in hey, every day and set him. App. I love the new app. I'm listening on it. Good. Yeah, Thank great. you so much. I appreciate that. We'll put that in the endorsement pile. Thank you so much. That's uh, Jordy, very uh, active Democratic activist up in uh, well, just an election activist really. He just loves the whole Democratic process. So we appreciate his call in. Right. I I love the Republican process. Do you? Okay. one 800 795 Scratch that. To no more phone calls. we got texts and emails. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, here's some texts. One of our texters says, Joe Biden could shoot Trump on Fifth Avenue, and I would still vote for him. I think that the uh, <laughs> Secret Service should investigate this man. Let's turn his name over to no, them. come on. Because Moving he's on. threatening violence to the President of the United States. Okay. Keep going. Uh, Than, has there ever been a vaccine developed for any virus? My understanding is the answer is no. The COVID can't be eradicated, and it can only be treated when someone gets it. The thing that is needed is better widespread treatment, and people need to get on with their lives. And he adds, cowering in the corner is no way to live, Than. And then another one says, those that protest so much saying voter fraud doesn't happen know otherwise and are trying to cover it up. And those that protest requiring voter ID are trying to hide something. Why is that? And then another listener who is either telling me I need to be able to shut Mark up or Mark needs to shut no, me up. I need to, I need to said, mute you. Mark, you need a mute button. <laughs> okay. And then, good morning. How about Trump's taking away food stamps for millions of Americans? That's okay if you're a Trumper, right? Some of our military families are on food stamps. Wake up, America. Save America. Vote him out. Lock him up. 2020. Yeah, federal judge blocked President Trump's food stamp, quote, reforms, unquote, yesterday. We'll read more about that tomorrow. 
You're right. listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Thank you so much for listening. We'll do another raucous open phones day tomorrow. We'll read the remainder of the texts, and we have an email from Senator Yall with his answers to the questions. Most of all, we'll put you on the radio, making you the star of the show. This is WKOK Sunbury.